0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. For those listening, thank you very much. I appreciate uh, your ear time and, um, you know, hope whatever I talk about, whatever I go on about, you maybe find a little piece that you can take and apply to your own life. Every time I do this, I take more and more and apply it to my own life in, in ways that I can. It's never ending, as I've always said. Just uh, touching on one other little Um, thing that you can probably use in your your everyday kit. Let's just say mental health is like house cleaning. How about that? That's a title. Mental health and house cleaning or mental health and uh, mental health and maintaining your house rather are pretty much the same thing. You've got a house, five bedrooms, four bedrooms, three bedrooms, whatever it is. Bathrooms, kitchen, laundry, garage. Outdoor area, all that kind of stuff. Now, cleaning that house is it effective if you try to clean it all? Do you get results if you try to clean it all in one go? Absolutely not. It's can't. You can't. It's not it's not it's it's enormously big task and most people will give up. You'll get a quarter of the way through, it'll be unfinished. Okay, so say men health, mental health is very much the same way. In any aspect of mental health, it is very much going to be the same result if you try to tackle everything head on in one go. So say you got the house with the enormous bedrooms, enormous kitchen, bathroom, tiles, windows, ceilings, all that kind of stuff. I suppose the way I looked at it, because yesterday I started cleaning the house. It got to a point where just, general cleaning wasn't going to cover it it's that spring clean we always say that term spring cleaning i was doing a job the other day and i ran into this this bond cleaner and and when i mentioned it she said oh no traditional spring cleaning um was pretty much you know ceilings walls windows doors skirting boards that kind of stuff and i was like totally i i just thought you know spring cleaning was just one of those terms that you just heard but never really dug into what it meant. And I probably knew growing up what a spring clean was, but we are kids, so we just had our bedrooms to worry about. Um, pretty much like as a kid with mental health, you just have yourself to worry about rather than all these other things that we've accumulated through our life. So therefore, we become responsible for more and more things. And um, so I started uh, cleaning my house yesterday. And uh, let's just say... It took six hours just for the kitchen, just the little kitchen square. It's about three, four meters square, right? Top to bottom, everything inside it. So let's reverse back a little bit and go, right. Mental health very much is like a house, right? Your brain. It's a lot more complex, but you can simplify it in ways to take care of the things that are needed and apply the things that are needed to make it an easier task and then you do it more and more and more, and then you make time to do it more and more and more, and then it becomes discipline more and more and more, and then you become motivated more and more and more, right? So simplify that big five bedroom house, one room at a time. I don't know who said it, but I was at a job once again, I meet a lot of people in my job and every time I start talking about this shit, it sort of draws out everyone else's experiences with these matters. Um, with mental health and um, the health of our mental state, they will bring up something and I'll take just that little bit from them and go, that resonates with me. This one guy said to me, when things get overwhelming, just remember one room at a time, one day at a time, one thing at a time, one minute at a time, so on and so on. You could make it whatever you want, alter it. So, well, that's been like work ethic for me is one job at a time but i always try to fix four or five other jobs before i even get to them which that overwhelms me because when i get to the job and it doesn't end up being what i thought it would be five different ways then it messes with my mental state and i flip out i have to take a breath well the house essentially isn't going anywhere it's right there it's right there in front of you so pick a room kitchen okay what do you got you've got the kitchen itself walls windows if you Floor, fridge, microwave, oven, all that kind of stuff. Right. Each individual thing will take a certain method of cleaning. Your windows, glass cleaner, paper towel, or bucket, squeegee, whatever. Depending on what you works for you is what's going to give you the best result. You're not going to know until you apply it several other times. The oven. No one likes pulling that fucker open and getting in there with that sh- chemical shit. Let's just say the the oven is essentially the brain in this scenario of your kitchen and they want you to throw some sort of chemical cleaner at it to try and clean it. Now, an oven essentially would need a cleaner in your brain. You don't necessarily want to give it the chemical. But just in this analogy, that oven needs probably – more clean more more mild cleaning from the start to keep on top of it so rather than just get it to boil over at one point where it's all caked up on the inside and you've really got to throw some chemical at it to get yourself out you know that could be uh, drugs alcohol or whatever try not to get to that point keep on top of your oven keep on top of the cleaning and then it'll start getting easier and easier right so you've got bench tops you've got doors you've got the dishwasher, you've got all these things. So you've got to apply, choose your method of cleaning. And it's going to suck. It's always going to suck. You know the result at the end is going to be a fresh kitchen, but you're also going to think, I'm going to cook in it later. I'm going to dirty it. Kids are going to mess it up. Whatever it is, there's always going to be some challenge along the way either with mental health or cleaning your house that you're going to have to sort of get used to and then apply what you know and say, it's okay. One room at a time, one day at a time. Cleaning that kitchen was a bugger because work interrupted me. First time in a long time, I got called out on a Saturday and it was like the perfect job. So I had to go. It was for one of my real estates. The cleaner was on site, the water was off. So it just ticked all the boxes, had to go it's still my business to make money and provide a service. Did it interrupt my cleaning? Absolutely. Did I get back into it when I came back? Yes. Was it easy? Absolutely not. I knew what I needed. I already had it there, but I had gone off and done something else. And that sort of gave me another boost or purpose because I just made money and I got to talk to new customers that day and. Now I come home and have to keep cleaning my own house. Like have to sort out my own shit. My fridge had no pressure. So I had to pull that apart. I'm a plumber. It shouldn't happen. But I had to deal with that. Was it fun? No, it wasn't. Did I have to do it? Yes. Was there some growth after I did it? Absolutely. The kids can get their water from the fridge now instead of going over to the tap water. Or because I chose not to fix it earlier on. I chose to just go, she'll be right. Let's just leave it. Any problems that you aren't dealing with head on and you just shove them under or just turn away from them eventually get worse and eventually need more serious attention and it's going to be at a time you don't want to deal with it, all right? So metaphorically, between the cleaning and the mental health, it's pretty much the same you don't maintain your kitchen you don't maintain your dining room eventually they're going to get so dirty that you'll get overwhelmed and you'll probably break down and then you will want to go get a cleaner you could say a coach is a cleaner a psychologist is a cleaner now although you can pay a cleaner to just clean your kitchen and fix it but ultimately you're the one who's going to have to maintain it afterwards so i suppose when we're connecting that little scenario together, you have to still put in a lot of work in order to get the results. You can't just buy a coach and they'll fix it for you, like I stupidly thought earlier on in the piece. You will need to apply a lot of effort, um, even before or after you get a cleaner, right? Now, I had somewhere to be last night <clears throat> that got canceled, so, it was 5.30, I had a shower and I'm like, ready to go. I'll wait to see whether they send me a message back. Are we still hitting, we're going out for dinner soon. So um, what do you think, what time, six o'clock? Didn't hear back for like 20 minutes. So I was like, okay, I'll just go back into the kitchen and um, maybe I'll just give it one more mop on the floor. Just just one more brush over just to make sure I've tidied it up enough to, to, to be happy with the effort that I put in yesterday on the kitchen. I just went over a few things afterwards. I didn't just assume that I'd covered all bases. I just went in there and went, okay, well, let's just go over a little bit and see if I get a message. And, of course, I did get a text message and um, my mate wasn't feeling too well and he wants to reschedule. I'm like, oh, I was really looking forward to dinner, you know, like uh, just sort of like a reward. I don't drink anymore, so dinner would be would be pretty cool. I know it wasn't carnivore, but I was going to go steak tartare, Who who wouldn't? Wouldn't love that. But it wasn't happening. So I chose to continue cleaning. I moved in the dining room. Now this is this is this is a whole nother level to just doing one room the same day. I'm adding just a little bit more just to see if I've still got that, you know, motivation from the discipline I'd applied in that day. And I just started. Blinds are the worst. Blinds are dusty. They're timber shutter ones. So they they have this oil to them where dust just gets stuck. Things just get stuck in our life. They just stick to us. The past sticks to us. Similar sort of fashion. It took a lot of scrubbing. It took a lot of chucks cloths. I bought an entire roll. And I just had this little process where I was just like, you know, get into two or three blades of the blinds, then wash the cloth. Now, these are the processes that we go through that you you can't just dip the cloth in the same bucket and then go back to washing because what if that bucket gets gets full of grime and dirt and whatever and and you need to refresh it? So you, you have another bucket standing by for a secondary dip. So you do that and then you get back into it. You'll find the results are way better if you try different methods of cleaning. Same with mental health. You, you can't just limit yourself to one coach or one coach's set of tools. Um, you also can't get married to an idea. You have to be quite nuanced in the way that someone else might suggest, hey, you know, fridges. What a prick to clean those things are. Stainless steel, finger marks everywhere. Mine's a brushed one. So I used to clean it with stuff, but it used to leave this milky film. And then I was in conversation with someone once and they sort of do a bit of cleaning and mentioned that um, you should try Windex and paper towel. And (laughs) part of your brain would be like, (laughs) how dare you, you know, tell me what to, you know. I'm, you know, I'm a man and I've cleaned before in my lifetime or I'm a female and I've done plenty of cleaning and it's my house. I, you know, don't want to be shown that I'm weak and I don't know how to do something. But if you're nuanced enough and you go, hey, wow, never thought of that, gave it a go. (laughs) I always use that stuff now. Then would probably be a time when something else is gonna come along. But for now, I'll just sort of tell everyone, hey, this kind of worked for me. Maybe you should have a crack at it, but up to you. If It doesn't work, then that's moving on. That there is similar to what I'm talking about. People with cleaning, with life, mental health, there are multiple ways to approach it. The key thing is that you are approaching it, you are aware, and you're wanting to do more in order to maintain house. It's very, very beneficial that you you have multiple ways. I'm always talking to understand things. I'm always convers always got conversations going in order to understand why or or what is the purpose of that, and and I can get overwhelmed with it. You could probably do too many things inside your own house that you're going to get overwhelmed with. You can be doing the windows, the blinds, and then turn around and pick up the vacuum and start vacuuming the floor. And you're like, we've just got to slow it down. Just focus a little bit. Make up those non-negotiables. Make up those things where it's like, no, I'm on this window. And this window consists of these three things. So these are the things I'm going to tackle. And it's going to take me a little bit, but I'm just going to stick on this, okay? Because focus on that is it's better for you. You're not going to go, oh, what about that? What about that? What about that? It's all going to fall apart. And then you're going to question why you're doing it in the first place, all right? You're going to lose the value in what you're doing very quickly if you try to do too much. So in saying that, I look right now at my kitchen, at my dining room, at the chairs, the tiles, the ceiling, the walls. They feel clean. I feel clean. I have removed the dirt. I removed the grime. Is it going to come back? Yes, it will. Am I going to do things along the way to just sort of make it sort of not be as bad? Yeah, pretty much. That's what's do That's is it a constant thing? Absolutely. Growth is constant. The only way you grow is to have challenges, to fail, to whatever um meet those things head on and understand what you need from those challenges and then use it go forward now i could say one of my challenges is my dog she's an old girl so she'll come in the house and i've been leaving her outside the last day and she doesn't like that because she can't really hear me or see me but she can smell me so she wants to wants to have a bark every 5 or 10 minutes until eventually she wants to go to sleep she's my challenge in some ways because i know i want her inside with me because that's where she feels safe. But at the moment, I'm cleaning the kitchen. So having someone ar- around you may help you, um, but at the same time they could cause a bit of an issue for you if it's not right. You know, the dog analogy is probably not on point, but you get what I mean. If you'll have someone around you that's causing things to get dirty, then you might need to seek another way. Um, I mean, you can just get rid of them from your circle completely, but I can't really just get rid of my dog. Although it is on the cards because she's quite old and the quality of life is what I'm talking about with her now, so that's a different story. But as for the cleaning, as for keeping your mental health clean, there are people that are um, giving you more dirt or creating more dirt for you to clean in your life. And I suppose that's just about cleaning your circle, uh, finding who is there for you truly and who doesn't serve you moving forward. It's harder than what you think. Um, I certainly haven't actively tried to get rid of anyone in my circle because to be honest, my circle is fairly thin to begin with and people just come in for a reason or a season and then they disappear. And I think that was a Tyler Perry quote that i heard and i loved it i was like uh, people are there for uh, a reason they stay for a season sometimes they stay forever and this will help you maintain house uh is minimize how you can control the flow of dirt in and out and obviously you can close your doors you can close it all off but then you're cut off completely then you're isolated and it is while it is nice to have isolation and loan time and be okay with your mental process alone, that's admirable, can be dangerous because overthinking, living inside your head, all that kind of stuff starts. Now, if you don't have full control, or not full control, full awareness of your thoughts, um, you're, you're gonna get attacked heavily if you're alone. So don't always close the doors of the house, stop the dirt coming in. Just keep some of them open, close some of them, you get, the, you get the analogy. Today, I am tackling lounge room. I actually am by the way, just I'm not, I could put up po- photos, but this wouldn't do it justice. I actually am the kitchen and dining room actually is done. The lounge room is the, the, the hard one, right? Because this is the entertainment room. Now put this into your mental space. This is the entertainment room. This is the place of, of dopamine. You've got your Netflix. You've got your news, you've got your drama, you've got your music, all those little things that our brain loves to to have in there because it forces us, not forces us, it makes us not have to deal. We don't have to deal. We can just sit there, put on Netflix, watch whatever we want, bang, boom, get a bit of a rush. Oh, I wish I was like that guy. I wish I had a relationship like that. Oh, I wish I was riding waves like that dude in chasing Mavericks. Oh, I wish I was freaking Robocop, whatever. You get all that fantasy shit. And while it has its place, it is entertainment after all. If you are abusing it to the point where you're trying to alter your state of mind by sitting in front of the TV because you don't want to deal with cleaning the room. It is the hardest room to probably clean because there's carpet, it's comfort. It's got your chairs. It's got your pillows. You've got to take the covers off those pillows and wash them. And then you've got to put it back on. The pillow's not going to feel the same or you mightn't like it. That's not the point. Point is it needs to be cleaned you need to maintain that room if you want to enjoy the entertainment that it has to offer in that room i'm doing podcasts in the corner of this same room i have to move all this gear it's going to do my head in. it's going to really really change my vibe but that's what life is about vibes will change along the way and you want to be able to deal with it but that's that's after the clean too, the vibe changed. So you're still going to have to clean the blinds, the windows, the ceiling. There's going to be a fan in here. So we've got a fan above the head that keeps everything cool. You've got to get up there and, and realize that there's going to be some dust on top of that. And you've been breathing that toxic shit in. And then you're going to feel like, oh, my God, I'm a disgusting person. You shrug that shit off and just go, everyone has this problem. Let's give that a clean. Why not? Let's turn it on while we after we've cleaned it. Let's filter around that new air that you've just brought into that, that room. <laughs> Why not? Will you do it again? Depends on the level of discipline that you apply to this from now on. Also, you've got the big-ass couch, that comfy thing. Well, guess what? You've had that couch for so long. You've farted on it. You've drooled on it. You've slept on it. Your kids bounce around on it. Some people may even have done some kinky shit on their couch. Have you cleaned the couch? Have you bought a new one since when? God knows when. Is there energy stuck in that couch that you might need to change? There could be. At the moment, I'll settle for the fact that I'll just probably take the covers off and and clean it that way, and then put it back on because that's the level I'd go to. I'm not going to go holy shit, who's done? Who did I get this couch from? Is it old? Is it, did someone do some stuff on it? Has it got past energies. There is a place and time for that. Um, there's a chick I think, or someone who talks about decluttering life. And that's the more of a physical thing, throwing out things. I mean, I did do a little bit in my kitchen and that felt good because I I was disconnecting myself from some past memories. They're not necessarily bad, but they're sort of stale. And it was the heap of recipe books sitting up next to my away that I go, oh, I should just keep them. But then I thought for the past four years, I've not even touched them at all. Now, I'm not saying that... They don't have their place and some people like the recipe books. But, and I don't want you to be an internet hound, but at the end of the day, all the recipes are on the internet now and you would be a fool not to use it. If you use the internet correctly, it's, it's actually really good for you. So I just grabbed all those books and threw them out. Now, when I look to my microwave, all there is is a microwave there. Clean, the area is clean, makes me feel better about cooking, makes me feel cleaner about cooking. So I suppose to tee that up, I removed something from the past that I can now feel cleaner about, fresher about. I don't, I'm not locked into that belief that you can only cook from a cookbook. No, I used to think it was always a cookbook and that's not a bad thing. It did its thing growing up. But now you have kids and they won't want to use a cookbook but you're going to force a cookbook on them because you were forced to use a cookbook. So how about we just get rid of them or give them to someone who might need them. You know, you can go down that road. Um, But we've just got the internet now, so we could just get a recipe off that, screenshot it, uh, make up a list, and then you can enjoy cooking with the kids in a new, evolved environment. Um, Thus, clean headspace, clean cooking, clean movement forward, clean growth. Not bad, I like it. Couch, well, I'm not gonna throw the couch out just yet because it's quite big I like it and also it costs money. So one other thing you could do is write some goals about making money and then you can get a new couch. But let's talk about that another time. When I do this room it's going to be difficult because that's the thing. It's it's the room that I've used in the past for um yeah, trying to shut down, whack a bit of entertainment on, put some music on, have drinks, have a cigarette while watching stranger things or something like that. I've got so many past memories of this room and just in the last four years alone that inside the last six months i've really altered my direction but i'm in a room that now needs to be kind of cleaned out right i've been clean. i've been cleaning the surface i've been dealing with not drinking and smoking i've been dealing with just vacuuming this room on a surface level but now i'm about to move the couch move the tables and all that kind of stuff I'm gonna really look inside to see how this next six months goes in sobriety as well as how clean this is gonna be when I'm done. How long, uh, how much effort am I gonna put in after? I like to think I've put in a lot of effort into the sobriety um, already. Like I'd like to believe as a single dad, I put a lot of effort into cleaning this room and the house, but it just hasn't been to the best of my, uh, my ability. Um, if you notice, I'm going back and forward here between cleaning and mental health. I'm trying to hope you're following me. Like, it's just the way my brain is throwing it out there. I don't write any of this shit down. I just start talking and then it just happens. So, keeping up mental health, house cleaning, pretty much the same thing. There's analogies everywhere, metaphors everywhere t- tucked away inside it. Um, so, I guess with the sobriety side of things, have I really tested myself and actually gone out? and um put myself in tougher situations with people environments i will be doing that in the next month and i'm not putting too much pressure on it uh the same way as i'm actually not putting too much pressure on this room that i want to clean it's going to be difficult because there's a lot of things to move around and you know i might uh alter the room a little bit you know just to put me on edge to give my senses a little bit of a jolt and see how I handle it and in a month's time when I catch up with some friends we're all going out because I wanted a few more people to go out with just so it's not as the environment doesn't feel as weird and tense um, like if you just went out one-on-one with someone and they're drinking and you're not it might be weird for them it might be weird for you it might be just okay who knows I just haven't got to that stage yet cause I've just been busy trying to keep a surface level clean on everything now it's time to really start doing a deeper clean so snapping back to the room there's so much in here to do and i am going to start today but i just thought jumping onto this podcast and just sort of letting you know that there's always fun ways to look at mental health if you if you allow yourself the time rather than just read these hardline books and saying you know there is a deep layer To bust through, I I like to believe that if you were serious about doing mental health, that you do hire a cleaner and sit with them and work out what you want to clean, what you want to work on. I believe that's beneficial because if you open yourself up truly in front of a coach, they will draw out what's bothering you the most and what you're not accepting in life, and what you don't value about yourself. it it will come up and i've said it before in my time in my um time on this podcast it's uh timeline therapy um meditative state work it's it's there for you to recognize and to assess to investigate to nurture all the possibilities it's all there so with the house you can clean it yourself but it's only going to be clean to what you think is clean or what you believe to be clean but there's always someone out there that might be able to show you a deeper clean a better way to move forward in your cleaning and then a a way to formulate a level of discipline and i've said this before discipline breeds motivation i think jocko willink said it and maybe i got it from him but discipline breeds motivation um it's not the other way around it's not you can't be motivated just you can have a fleeting idea of motivation like you'd be oh man i'm motivated to, i see that guy riding that wave i'm gonna i want to do it i'm motivated now but you'll get out there and fall off immediately and be like oh, i don't like it but you get out there regardless of what you think and feel just do it over and over and over and over again eventually you'll just be motivated to do it it's the same with body clocks in the morning you get up at four o'clock for a couple of months or a couple of weeks even, then you'll find you'll just start waking out without an alarm. Your body just gets used to it because it enjoys the results. If the result wasn't good, your body wouldn't like it and you just wouldn't get up. You'd be like, oh, I'm depressed. And that's fair. That happens to a lot of people, but don't let it discourage you. Keep trying because I think this is that road we're going down. It's like a zero turn point where too many people, not too many, more and more people are wanting to seek this mental the mental health route, they want to do internal cleaning, they want to do um, decluttering, um, growth work, mindset work, mind variability work, all this kind of stuff, breath work. It's all becoming a really necessary, like a real necessary, a real necessity rather for our way forward in life because the world's getting hectic and we need to sort of just slow it down a little bit jump in, clean a room at a time, one room, one day at a time, one job at a time, one goal at a time. It'll all work out in the end. Also, too, don't forget the whole universe in this thing. It's I know that's like beyond some people. I really haven't dived into it, but we're made from the same shit that the universe is made from. So I'd like to believe that if you're just doing exactly what you need to be doing at any given time in uh point in time that the universe will just somehow reward you Uh, before i go just this one lady i did i I got a job and i was like i totally didn't catch who referred me to you um and then she said to me it was this lady janet and i was like oh i remember her crazy spiritual lady unbelievable i mean the things that she was doing and talking about she's like 70 years old and she'd been doing this for a long time literally like talking to my coach and my ex-wife all in the body of this older person and she was highly highly intelligent around the self-care side of things and i was just like i spoke with her one day for like 40 minutes as you would know i talk a bit and it was a great conversation back and forward about you know marriage, life, kids, goals, you know, boundaries, all this kind of stuff. So she referred me to someone. And then when I got to the job, it was so interesting because she wanted a kitchen installed but had no plumbing whatsoever there. And I wondered how she was able to get this far into wanting a kitchen without asking if the plumbing was possible. But she just had this attitude and this mental state about, It just seemed okay. Everything was okay. And when I got there and I looked around, it's all possible. The the, the drainage was not far. The water was just there. The kitchen shape was good. All the cupboard, everything was like it's going to work. Yeah, it's not going to be as cheap as just connecting up a pre-existing kitchen. But the fact that she was just going into it with an open mind, it just worked. I mean, when people try to force ideas, they always hit a hit a uh, a speed bump. It doesn't want to gel. It doesn't want to work. This is in the way. That's in the way. You can't do that because to go over here. You can't do that because you need a machine. All this kind of stuff. It's like if you force it, it's just not going to work. Um, if you want it too much, it's not going to work. You know, she was just had that right approach with, and of course, I also got a job out of my talking at work. I used to always think that. Working for some companies, you yeah, you've got to do a job and go on to the next one. But I used to sort of get in trouble for over-talking. And I like to believe that now that I run my own company and I just can just stand there and have a free chat with someone that I just did a job for and I'm just having a little yarn to after it and next thing you know I get some work off the back of it, that's the universe is just like opening up because I'm not forcing myself to do something other than exactly what I'm supposed to do at that time. And then I get a a referred job that seems to work out just perfectly for me with no stress attached to it. So why wouldn't you think that if you are just calm and at peace with yourself and the world that things just open up? I know it's a lot more to it, but simply that's how I felt at that moment. And it's the same way with the house. I'm about to get off this podcast and tackle this room. It's gonna feel weird because I'm just starting and there's only a certain amount of time in a day, but you just start using the processes that you've already used in the previous rooms and apply it into this, but there's just going to be some differences. I love it, man. I love it. Peace in our time. Friggin' cleaning house, cleaning mental state. It's all relevant. Take what you need from it. And also, I'll leave you with this quote by Glenn Close um, basically reads like this. What mental health needs is more sunlight, more candor, and more unashamed conversations. And I like to believe that's what uh, I bring. I want to bring that through my podcast. More dialogue for the people that want to listen. And therefore, it helps me as well. Lots of love. Appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening. See you on the next one. Bye-bye.